0: Hello. It is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. Happy Festivus.
1: Happy Festivus.
0: Uh, we will not be having a show the next two days, so I want to let you know. Rate it here off the jump. I hope you have the greatest Christmas in the history of Christmases. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a great holiday season. I hope your life for the next few days looks up even if it has been a tough year. Know that celebrating something should always be worthwhile. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Today's show is a dumb one. Oh, yeah. It's one of those shows, you know, you guys just have to power through and we're thankful for. (laughs) By the end of this thing, if you like it, I don't know how, but if you do, go ahead and be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, If you don't, just act like it never happened, and we can understand, by the way. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, let's get to the show, Ty, shall we? We're going to have a good one today, I think. Have a conversation with A.J. Hawk. He's going to be joining us early at about 1.30, so about an hour and a half here on the Eastern Standard Time. Tom Pellicero of NFL Network and NFL.com will be joining us in the third hour. We'll be taking your phone calls. one eight eight eight. Mad Dog's... Yeah, that's Tom Pellicero, by the way. Just put up a picture there. Not too shabby. <laughs> Wrong one. Yeah, yeah. This one is uh, a Christmas card that he and his wife and dog sent to Jimmy Fallon uh, like a few years ago, I assume, six years mm-hmm. ago. Yep. And he won the Christmas card uh, competition with that face, I'd assume, is the reason why huh. they won. I'm not saying the dog isn't awesome and the sweater vests aren't bad, the Christmas sweater vests aren't bad. And, and, and his wife looks incredibly enthusiastic and joyful and all that. But Tom's face... <laughs> Is just something that, by the way, it looks the exact same. Oh, yeah. This was allegedly six years ago. Is that what, I, 2014? Mm-hmm. Tom has not aged a single day. No, he, he looks amazing. But we need that dumbass face on this show at least one time. <laughs> That's <is> amazing. <laughs> Cannot wait to talk to the Arrow. Cannot wait to talk to you. Uh, Jerry Jones made some comments about a little self-awareness comments we heard down in Dallas with a, in a conversation with uh, RJ and Shan, Shay. Oh, it's a local show down there. We'll give them credit whenever it comes up. We apologize for not knowing it exactly right now. Jerry Jones was talking about him being a GM and GM. James Harden was in a booty club oh. just the other night in Vegas on Monday night. Got a good Christmas gift there, though. Uh, Dior luggage bag, which is a great place to give your Christmas gift, is an adult ballet. We'll talk about that. The NBA did start yesterday. Steve Nash and the boys over there in Brooklyn seem to be hot. Kevin Durant. Um, had a hilarious post game interview after going off. I think Kevin Durant had ten points in the first like fifty five seconds or, th- yep. or two minutes or something like that. He's coming back. Charles Barkley, who was signed with Fanduel, shout out to Charles Barkley. He put a hundred thousand dollar bet on Portland. I believe representing the Western Conference in the in the finals. He also got uh, one word answered by Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I mean the NBA drama is just kicking off and it's only getting started. But tonight Zion debuts. Ooh. As the guy for the Pelicans, he'll be introduced last. Can't wait to see what he does this season. In the football world, we got a game on Christmas coming right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Listen, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, there'll be some bowl games. Today, there's some bowl games. The boys are pretty hot, and they're gambling at bowl games. But on Christmas Day, the day that Jesus popped out of that lady who was a virgin in the middle of a barn, we'll be watching Saints at Vikings. Nope, nope, nope. Vikings at Vikings. Saints! Yeah! Saints are favored by seven. Will they be able to figure it out, or will the Vikings go in there and gritty all over New Orleans? The the no fans in New Orleans has taken away from the New Orleans Saints home field advantage, which was a big one. Their fan base was insane. They were loud. It was obnoxious. It was awesome. Now there's no fans, but this does give a chance for Drew Brees to throw in the dome and sling the thing around. Last week, looked like the ball was floating a little bit for him. Will he be able to get back into form? Will they win by... At least a touchdown over the Minnesota Vikings, who have been very hit or miss this year. I mean, that's just how they've been. We'll talk about that today a couple of times. I assume we'll make some bets. Also, big games this weekend. Saturday, Bucks at Lions. Oh, that's right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady heading up to Detroit to take on the Lions. And the Lions are a team, if you do recall, they got no coach. Mm-hmm. Oh. They got no coach. They they just hired Chris Spielman in there to be an advisor to the Ford family to figure out what the fuck's going on. They're going to need a lot of advising to turn that thing around. But they got Danny Amendola up there. Mm-hmm. Danny Amendola told Tom Brady on his Instagram post that here's the garage code. He can stay at the house. Does Danny Amendola miss Tom Brady? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That we just piece that together. (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Matty Stafford. uh, Is this the last time we see Matt Stafford on television as a Lion? Potentially. I mean, that is all signs are potentially pointing to that, especially if you listen to a guy named Chad Brown in Denver on a radio show talking about the state of the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. They think he's going to move on. Also, on Saturday, 49ers at Cardinals. Who cares about that game, really? Cardinals have to win. Uh, Will Kyler Murray show up? We hope so. He's electrifying to watch whenever he plays well. DeAndre Hopkins makes insane catches. The... Cardinals are only favored by five and a half against his 49ers team. And that's because old Shanahan gets the job done. They just signed Josh Rosen off the practice squad from Tampa Bay to be on their active squad. Is Josh Rosen playing against the goddamn Arizona Cardinals? Or is Josh Rosen potentially losing a Super Bowl ring if the Buccaneers go to go into the wasteland of his San Francisco 49ers at 2020 team for the last two weeks? Look out for
2: Rosen. Don't hey, let him spin.
0: Hey, the Rosen one had a hot tub in his dorm room in uh, freshman year at UCLA. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, he was a high draft pick. Obviously, it didn't work out in Arizona. Then he got traded for a bag of balls, go down to Miami on draft night. Then he moves out of Miami, gets released. He's on the streets a little bit. They signed him to go to Tampa. Now he's going to San Fran with Shanahan, who a lot of people say can make any quarterback good except for Nick Mullins. Will he be able to play? Will Josh Rosen get on the field? I'm excited for it. Probably just hand the ball off the entire time anyways. Ty, why are you shaking your head? They
1: got C.J. Beathard. They got the best quarterback in the room still available. (laughs) How come? Hey,
0: by the way, 55-yard ball right there at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, guess what? Great relationship with Kittle. I mean, I don't know what Shanahan's doing, when Nick Mullen stinks, bench him. Let, let CJ spin.
0: Okay, maybe get a Hawkeye on the field over there for the yeah. Niners. Uh, Dolphins at Raiders also on Saturday. Ooh. A lot of playoff implications in that one, pal. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gumpy, Dolphins at Raiders on Saturday night. Listen, yin's fake or real? Are the Finns fake or are the Finns for real? We're going to find out on Saturday night, one day after Jesus' birthday. Ain't that right, Gumpy?
3: We win out. We're in the playoffs, Pat. No, everyone wants to talk about the Ravens, the Ravens this, the Ravens that. If the Finns win out, it doesn't fucking matter.
0: Who do the Finns play other than the Raiders?
3: We got the Raiders, and then we're hoping to play a Bills team that might have Matt Barkley at the helm. Okay, Uh so
0: maybe a beat-down Bills team that doesn't have to win. They don't have to play. They can rest their players because they're probably not going to get the bye in the first round, obviously, especially at this point with Kansas City going the way they're going. So maybe you will get a team that just lays down there the last week. Big game against the Raiders somehow, allegedly, Derek Carr is potentially going to play in this game. What? Uh, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's going to be a game-time decision between Mariota and Derek Carr. What happened to him in that game? I have no idea. Pri- Prime time game, he's jogging, he turns, and then all of a sudden it's, uh, he- and then he's out of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He- didn't come back, okay? It wasn't like he had cramps, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, a, mm. it wasn't anything like going on with that. He's, uh, everybody assumed he popped his groin. Right. And if you pop your groin, that's going to be like a couple months. Bring that whole thing back. You got to do all this Kegels exercise. Mm -hmm. You got to get the thing. Here we are, what, a week later? Less than a week later, I guess, if it's Saturday night. And he's just, no, more than a week. But well, he's going to be back playing? What the fuck happened? How, is there any questions on how he left the game, why he left the game, what the injury was? Have we got any update on any of that? Well, no. You said
1: the day after, you're like, you know, I mean, that that's probably the last game we'll, well see I've him in a Raiders uniform. And I've just figured, yeah, he's not going to play for the – I mean, and also, if he is coming back, is he going to be hobbled at all? You'd rather have Mariota, who oh, he looked great last game. Hey, I if mean, you're
2: Derek Carr, you do not want Mariota playing, by the way. That's, well, that's why he's coming back. What, he just healed his groin? Well, he saw what Mariota did, and he said, shit, if I don't get it back out there right away, then I'm never going to play football again.
0: Okay, so we got football Christmas Day, Saturday, Sunday, all-day lineup. Colts-Steelers is the big game that day. You got Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. Cannot wait. That's 1 o'clock, obviously, on CBS. Uh, Other notable games happening, uh, Titans at Packers. That's going to be a big one. That could be tough for the Packers, by the way. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll huh. see. A lot of shit coming out about the Packers mm-hmm. not beating anybody with a winning record, by the way. Like, that's their fault. But that's that's the new topic of conversation around the uh, hot take takers is Jets and Jaguars got more wins against winning teams than the goddamn Packers mm-hmm. do. That's, that's kind of the hot take taker stats right
1: now. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you can't control who you play. And it's not like they're squeaking by a lot of these dog shit teams. They're beating the piss out of them. So, I mean, what are you going to do?
0: Falcons hit the Chiefs. Will Matt Ryan play like he played in the first half? And does it matter? Chiefs are favored by 10.5. Uh, Monday night football you got Bill's Patriots there's a lot on the line for that for one team, not for the other. A lot of people would think at this point in, in history would tell us that the team that's home in that game, the Patriots, you know they would be the ones that are potentially playing for playoff positioning mm-hmm. standings and home field potentially going through there, but instead it's the opposite way around Patriots are dead. Buffalo Bills are going to town and the Buffalo Bills fans they won. The fans of the year contest. Uh, mm-hmm. So they were allowed to put a billboard up anywhere in the country, uh, basically celebrating that. I think it was Bud Light fan contest. And they chose to put their fan billboard contest championship uh, billboard up in uh, Foxboro, Massachusetts. Ooh, wow. Cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, they won the NFL on Fox Ultimate Fan Bracket. The prize was a billboard anywhere in the world. Interesting. Couldn't put that thing anywhere in the world. Yeah, right wall. Wow. Throw the game. I'll tell you what, if you want to put that somewhere where people see it, you put it in Wuhan because they're back. <laughs> like, put this billboard out in Wuhan because motherfuckers are out there just partying and they can see the billboard all over the place. But, of course, Bill's Mafia chose Foxborough, Massachusetts. Right in time for that Monday night football game, you think Bill Belichick's going to let these fans just dance on his fucking
2: hometown like that? Exactly. You want to talk about bulletin board material, Belichick's going to be coming in there. He'll probably rip some of that sign down and show the boys, hey, you see what they're doing out here? You see what they're doing to Fox? let's go out there and kick their ass, and we'll lose by touch. I
0: don't know if Bill will do any of that. It seems like, it, and I've been getting quoted all over New England, and people have been coming after me now, all these radio people up in uh, Boston, you know, talking about, you know, a punter has his opinion. Okay, it's tired, that's lame. I'm smarter than you are, better than you are at your job, so shut the fuck up. But oh, yeah. what I said about Bill Belichick is... Accurate. It, things have been happening this year that don't happen in a Bill Belichick world, like a, the situational shit. That is how the Patriots won for so long. This past week, there's a couple of different situations that were just not executed well at all, which led me to believe that is Bill potentially.
2: Not coaching as hard as he has in the past. Oh well, those guys in Boston obviously are stooges. They thought Stidham was going to start over Cam Newton, you know. So you know, yeah. whatever Is that they, they are, yeah, they yeah. said that. Hey, look, until Cam Newton came to town, <laughs> I was pounding the Stidham drum. But when he walked in the door, I knew. Hey, all right, there's QB one right there. All right, so Friday, Saturday,
0: Sunday, Monday, NFL football. How you fucking do Let's Let's it? Pretty excited about that. Also, bowl games all damn day in between. Come I mean, on, this is a good time to be alive here at Viva Lazito's on the couch. Do you have a poll today? Oh, yeah, it came out last second. You want to hear it? Yeah, who should win the NFL MVP right now? Excuse oh. me, the MVP. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. What What'd I say? Well, you, there was letters there for sure, but it sounded like maybe one or two letters. There was definitely not three. I might have blurred those together. I apologize. Yeah. Ah, that's all right, but uh, we, you can see what you're talking about. We can't. So just that's you know, on me. MVP. Who's going to win it? So last place right now, Derrick Henry, at 8.2%. Huh. Then we go to Josh Allen, 9.9%. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, 184 And our boy Aaron Rodgers, rest of next week, 63.5%. Wow. Rayrod rod winning the vote of the people, over a 1,000 people voted. We just put this thing up. Excited to see how this thing pans out because the Chiefs' kingdom will wake up at some point in their life. Mills mafia also might go crazy. Yeah. If we can get that airport arrival crowd to get onto this poll, that'd be okay. the biggest poll we've ever had. Um, you kind of set this up, Patrick Mahomes, the first choice, and yeah. then Aaron. Oh, yeah. Is that just how the odds were, or is that how you you kind of want Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, like? some betting website had the odds like that. Oh, okay. That a, you boy that a boy, Z. Had a boy, Z. Let's <laughs> go. Cool. Look at you getting down with the betting odds, Zito. Oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, um, big game this weekend. Are they Sunday Night Football? Yeah. Against the Titans? Mm-hmm. Man. The Titans have been rolling. For okay? well, sure. And by rolling, I mean Derrick Henry has been running over people, through people, and scoring a lot. If that Green Bay Packers defense – this is, this is one of our live bets that we like. A couple live bets that we like over here. Michael Lombardi has been on this one early. You watch Jared Goff, the first series, second series, see how his face looks. If he looks confident, bet on the Rams. If he looks like he's a little bit confused, hammer against the Rams on a live betting option. For the Titans, if it's a first or second quarter and you're seeing Derrick Henry spring some runs... Go ahead and hammer them live. That live bet on the Titans because it's only going to get worse in the third quarter. It's only going to get worse in the fourth quarter. Because run game is one of those things where, yeah, I guess at halftime they could change their scheme a little bit. But ultimately, stopping the rush, I think if you talk to anybody that's had to do it, I have not had to do it. Although I have made tackles. It's a lot of will. And a lot of like want to almost mm-hmm. and covering your gap and discipline and everything like that. So, if you see Derrick Henry rolling in the second quarter, which has been happening the last few weeks, you just go ahead and know the Titans are going to continue this dominance for the rest of the game because the defense is not going to like go in at halftime and figure out like, okay, yeah, I want to go get run over by Derrick yep. Henry. Like, that is not something that's going to happen. I'll be intrigued to see how this Packers defense plays against them in the first half and then in the second half and see how this whole thing goes.
1: Yeah, I would assume I don't know what his over under rushing total is, I would, I mean, hammer the over. I would assume he's going to crush it, but we'll see. Like, you know, Lombardi has talked all year about how, and I haven't watched enough Titans games to really know that well. I feel like all i see is just henry running all over people but their defense isn't great so if the packers can get one or two stops early and and score on three consecutive possessions and go up 21 nothing like that's how they're gonna have to win
0: okay i'm excited to see how it plays out we'll talk about it as the show goes on aj hock will be joining us in about an hour 14 13 minutes or so uh at tone Diggs, not here today he started feeling sick yesterday afternoon Uh, One home got tested this morning for the vid, told him to stay home. Mm -hmm. He's taking a nice early Christmas uh, trip here. Hopefully he's safe, by the way. Hope the boys are safe. We've also gotten tested. A few of us in the office have gotten tested this morning. Uh, We feel pretty good. Feel great, by the way. Uh, Really appreciate everybody for, you know, this year, it's been a wild year. There was a time where people were only watching this show where sports were stopped completely. You know, like there was no yeah. sports, there was nothing really to talk about, and people continued to watch and listen and everything like that. Who would have thought that we would make it to Christmas? Here we are, by Not the me. way. Here, with
1: Come NFL down. football. With
0: NFL football. We're at Christmas. Here we are. Like, how pumped. I mean, I'm pumped. Good I mean, the odds on us making NFL fo- getting to NFL football on Christmas had to be... So ridiculously low whenever this whole thing was starting. Remember, there was, I mean, Dana White put out the video about what everybody was saying about him continuing to put on fights at the Apex and everything. And how, like, you know, basically it was like, there's blood on the streets. There's blah, blah, blah. The world's upside down, da, 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 all this shit. And uh, they put on fights. The things that were being said about the NFL was... Bad. Like the, 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 the people that didn't want the NFL to work, the things that are being said at the beginning of this whole thing were bad. Oh, they don't, they're not doing a bubble. Uh, they're, gonna, they're, they're, they're greedy. They're looking for money, their pocketbook, as opposed to health and safety. A lot of players opted out of playing <laughs> yeah. this season. Yeah. And here we are, Christmas Day. They had to shuffle some games. They did have some outbreaks. They had everything like that. But here we are still going along. And I am fucking pumped about it. Bravo to the NFL for figuring this out. And to all the players that know it takes all of yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you. Good Now now there has been some moments of forget uh, forgetfulness. You know, Dwayne Haskins got his face in some booty cheeks. It mm-hmm. was no yeah. no masters the other day. Do we he said he apologized, he said he'll learn from that and I'll move up on. To it. Okay, he said he's gonna it he was immature and everything like that. Uh, okay, so hopefully he'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have COVID though, I guess, right? We would have learned if he got COVID somehow. Probably. So that particular strip club, I don't know where he was, Adult Ballet, they are COVID free for those <laughs> in the area. Good for them. Good for them. Congrats to them. Social distancing, I'd assume, it. in times and everything like that. And uh, James Harden also was in the uh, in, in the adult ballet in Vegas just the other day, mm-hmm. Monday night. So we'll see how this whole thing pans out with the NBA this season. Watching last night with them in their own arenas with no fans, it was, uh, you know, because I kind of got used to the bubble. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of got used to the bubble. Today. Weird. And then you watch this game last night, it's like, oh, they're back in their arenas. It's the Staples Center. Oh, okay, we're back <laughs> in the Staples Center. <laughs> That fucking Nets team looks like they're going to be really good. And they are going to be difficult to the media. Oh, yeah. And I'm here for it. And I think Steve Nash, by the way, perfect guy to be the coach there. I think he's going to be like, hey, if we want to tell everybody to go fuck themselves, I'm cool with that, dude. Let's go ahead and keep it moving. What were we going to say, Gumpy?
3: I was just saying if Alex Smith is still out, we don't know yet. We could be in for Dewey Haskins stripper revenge game on Sunday. Oh, wow. oh,
0: oh Jesus. There there we, go. Go. we were talking about basketball there, Gump. I mean we Gump we were in Steve Nash, which is a Canadian by the yeah, way. A Steve Nash <laughs>
3: Victoria boy, but Dewey Haskins All right. Stripper Revenge yeah, okay. game. Yeah, well
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Let's get to uh Shane in Virginia and then let's get to a break here. Gumpy, I mean you, I know like you guys potential, you know, Flintstone cars up there. But don't need you just taking both your feet, shoving them underneath the car, and just taking the conversation to a complete (laughs) halt. And then walk that car backwards. You know what I mean? The Dewey Haskins Stripper revenge game is a good title. But it would have came up again. You know what I mean? (laughs) At that point, we had... You love NBA basketball. We're talking about a fucking Canadian in Mm -hmm. basketball. I mean, Gumpy, that was a layup uh, of of a potential thing right there, Gumpy. And instead... You just and went backwards on that thing.
3: That'll happen, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Um, Shane. What's going on in Virginia? God damn! I thought we had. Hey, some
3: Pat. Steve hey, hash. boys. Yeah, I want to say thank you all for
4: doing what you do. I listen moment. to y'all every morning going out to base for work. Okay. Um, thanks for keeping me entertained. At all that traffic.
0: Hey, thanks for your service, sir. Which part? Uh, which branch of the military? I'm in the Navy. Okay, we don't know their chant, but we appreciate the hell out of your service, sir. Stay safe over there. We appreciate everything you got going on. Thanks for listening. Not every show is good. You know, some are okay, but we appreciate the hell out of you. What are you going to talk about, bub?
4: Um, I just want to talk about the disrespect Miami is getting recently and their playoff push. Who gives a fuck about the Ravens? Get a healthy Miami what they did, you know, on their last legs against the Chiefs, what are they going to do against
3: every team in the NFL when they're healthy?
0: You're damn right, Shane Gumpy. Damn Anything man. to say about Dwayne Haskins?
3: No, that's what I've been saying. said that already earlier. Dolphins get no respect around here. Oh, Whoa. we're talking about the Dolphins.
0: Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if you wanted to go. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> <him be> shrugging. <laughs> He's shaking his head and rolling his eyes. Just, over.
2: just give Dewey a chance. All right, let's go to Steven
0: in Oregon. What's going on, Steven?
2: Hey, what's up, Pat? Long-time watcher,
5: first-time caller. Thanks for having me in. Shout-out to the boys as well.
0: Hey, thank you, Buzz. Shout-out to you. What do you want to talk about, pal?
5: Hey, boss. So uh, I was just thinking, boss. and you just brought this up with all the people uh, oh. holding out,
4: with how reckless, I mean,
5: ruthless the, uh, the NFL is, you know, the coaches, the owners, um, and it is a business. How do you think the NFL yeah. is going to handle the players who opted out this season and affected their teams, especially when you think about
4: how much it affected the Patriots with their receiver.
0: Great question there, Stephen, because whenever the players opted out, they were told that it would be nothing that would be held against them. But when you're talking about humans, it's hard to, like, reprogram. Now, for the great players that held up, be who you can afford to be, that won't be a problem. But if I don't even know the entire list of who opted out of this season and everything like that, but if you weren't a superstar, I would assume that even though they were told it wouldn't get held against them, they had to know that somebody's going to remember this probably and this might affect something in the future. It's just like voluntary workouts where it's like, yeah, these are voluntary workouts, but if you don't go, you know, like playing time is also voluntary and optional as well. So it's like there's always that double side. I think the NBA said the same thing about the bubble if you guys choose not to go, we won't hold it against you. We're just trying to get a season done and everybody's like well it's very nice of them and it is in theory and i do believe the nba and the nfl whenever they said that they did mean that they're like hey but whenever you think about the humans that are making decisions that are the gatekeepers to get into the nfl it'd be hard i assume for some of them to completely erase that from their memory and be like hey this this is one of the guys that didn't want to play that season whenever there was a chance Mm -hmm. and it's listen They're not supposed to do that, right? The NFL said they're not allowed to do that, can't hold it against them. But if you just think about humans making decisions, that is going to come into play at some
2: point. For the Patriots, I mean, Marcus Cannon, one of their linemen who opted out, our line has been unbelievable. A rookie got an opportunity, and he's played uh, great and Cannon counts like fifteen million against the cap next year, so it's like, oh. would you just cut Cannon because he's got one year left on his deal and he sat out, and you got this new rookie coming in, or do you know, do you eat it with the uh, reduced cap?
0: Cannon, Cannon. The cannon. thing, the interesting thing about that is, you know, the old story of Wally Pip. Oh, mm-hmm. Wally Pipp had a beer or two, you know, one night and the next day, too hungover, couldn't do his job. And then old son of a bitch, Lou Gehrig, came in and played what? That son of a bitch was starting for the next 15, 20 years. Uh, oh, yeah. Wally Pipp ain't seen the field since. That son of a bitch hasn't even played catch since that day because <laughs> oh. he was a little bit too hung over, couldn't play. That happens in the NFL at every position. If you have a little bit of a tweak or something, for instance, when I got suspended for a game, Because of an alleged incident. That punter went in there. I was watching. Okay, I hope he does well. Good of the team. All right, hey, for the good of the team. I hope this guy does well. But also, I know if this dude does pretty good, I'm probably out of a goddamn job. So you're kind of watching that thing with, like, uh, you know, double side. That's how it is in professional sports. I would assume the opt-out thing will come into play at some point. But also, the salary cap not going up could come into play with a lot of people as well and could be disguised under that world, as we also have to think about the people who potentially opted out getting, you know, judged for it, which... You're yeah, not supposed to do it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't judge him. But if you're going to sign a check for $10 million, and uh, how can you not have that in the back of your mind? Like, we got through an entire NFL season. We had full teams everywhere, and this guy did not want to play. Listen, hey, he thought it was safe for his family. He's got to do what mm-hmm. he's got to do. But for my family, with my job depending on it, is that a guy that I want that would definitely come in here and go to bat for us or go to war for us if he had to? Uh theoretically not actual war mm-hmm. okay there's a lot of things i'm trying to like dance around this mm-hmm. right because it although the nfl says can't judge them for it and the players are making decisions that they feel are best interest for their team now that we're at christmas week 16 week 17 coming and we've been able to get here and there's been full teams yeah right it's going to be hard i think to not hold that against some people but there'll be some gms which is all you need to need one to be like, Hey, you did what you gotta do, you do it. come on in here and play.
1: How many of those guys do you think regret doing it? like I think about, I think so I think about Devin Funches a lot, like with the Packers, like he needed like kind of a, a year to, to prove that maybe he can get another contract. Rodgers throws forty touchdowns. Like if he doesn't opt out, he maybe catches eight or nine of those. And if they don't re sign him, like he might get another deal somewhere else. And I think now with him opting out, like he's just he's done. He'll be I, lucky if he gets another shot.
0: I thought about that a few weeks ago. Uh, because I completely forgot about players opting out by the way, Mm -hmm. because I I just completely forgot that players weren't playing, and then somebody mentioned or, or, yeah, like re-brought up how the Patriots have, like, everybody in their defense also opted out, so it's not like they just lost people from contracts and uh everything like that also like three other star players were like yeah we're not playing by the way see you later Mm -hmm. are those guys gonna play again are they gonna retire what are they gonna do how are they gonna get going and then i started thinking about players that like funches or uh, there was a couple other players that opted out that i don't they weren't made men or whatever i'm like this year there's a lot of guys that have played and made i think some money for themselves these guys it's all going to be interesting like 10 years from now whenever these players look back on whether or not they made the right decision and that'll be whenever we find out what COVID does the 10 years. Right. From now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. 15 years down the road, COVID could be doing, you know, elbow drops. But have we learned if any of those guys who opted out got COVID?
1: I don't think so. I think it was kind of out of sight, out of mind. Because yeah. could
0: you imagine if they opt out and then, like, <laughs> the first week they get COVID? Yeah, like, yeah, Son yeah. of a fucking bitch. What was it? <laughs> the delivery man? Ha! Where are my pads? God! Should have just played. Got the antibodies. <laughs> By the way, now there's not just only a vaccine, there's also a booster you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, a boost. I did not know that. Like Was a that patch that
2: like makes you faster?
0: Or? Yeah, I think it's like a shot. I okay.
2: think it's like a uh, like it's a 5 hour really... energy booster. B12. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, like a, a vaccine. hangover cure. Yeah, they oh. call it
0: Vax Plus. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is
2: it like monthly subscription based?
0: Or? Uh no, no, you only need it one time. Okay. You, you probably will pay a subscription fee cuz it'll be at a price where you don't see it, you know, just kind of get charged your shit every single time and you yeah. won't know until you change your credit card or your credit card gets stolen by somebody that you potentially paid oh. for something. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, shout out to somebody stealing my credit card after. information because I got out of a lot of subscriptions that I forgot I was in. I started getting emails. You you have not renewed your payment, or we need to change your thing. And I'm like, I was subscribed to that. That must have been six years. That must have been six years I've been subscribed Got you good. Hey, good for them. <laughs> yeah. But you ain't getting me again, sons of bitches. You know why? Because somebody else robbed me, and I found out about this <laughs> whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, you just take a shot, I guess. You get the vaccine, which... We have people in this office whose um, significant others work as uh, what call uh, mm-hmm. uh, nurses. nurses and stuff. They don't. They don't even on. They're not even getting vaccines.
1: Not yet. Yet. not not yet. I think some are. I don't. I don't really don't know. What, but that uh, the should protocol have been, is.
0: Should that not have been? I feel like those vaccines should have went straight to the olds and straight to the like Healthcare the people working workers. in the hospitals. Mm-hmm. That's there should have been no other. What about the politicians? Well, you're right. We, we do need those fucking stooges who speak on television and say dumb things and start or, or, or and kind of you know start riots and protests and say dumb things. That's we right. need them to be safer than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But also a lot of them are like ninety seven years old. So uh-huh. they would fall they into the it. one category oh, the, olds. the olds. But the olds and the the hospital people probably should have been the first people to get this. first thing. in
1: line. you hmm. they trotted that thing in like it
0: was the Super Bowl. What's that? Can you, can somebody turn on his microphone? (laughs) This guy. I mean, Gumpy just had a great line there. Uh He was was talking about them trotting the vaccine in there like it was the Lombardi. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's a, I'll be, you know what I mean? Goldman Sachs says, allegedly, they see the world coming back around February. Really? Yeah, that's what they said. Goldman. (laughs) A couple updates on what we talked about before going to break. Juju Smith-Schuster's quote in his Zoom call was, it's to the point where my teammates are being asked about it, my coach is being asked about it, for the betterment of my team, I'm going to stop dancing on a logo. So he's done with that. Allegedly, the Ben Roethlisberger players-only meeting was not a panic players-only meeting, and it might not have even been a players-only meeting. Okay? Jeez. To figure this all out alongside myself, AJ, and the boys, we have a man who has one of the greatest Christmas cards in the history of the goddamn holiday. From NFL Network and NFL.com, Tom Postero. Yeah!
2: Yeah. Hello, Tommy!
0: Tom, before we get into it, can we please talk about that Christmas card that hit the internet about two weeks ago where it looks like, by the way, you haven't aged a single day. You look amazing. And that face, what happened here? Was this on purpose, obviously, for comedic purposes? And what did you win from the Tonight Show for being on their little sweater contest thingy?
6: They sent us an even uglier sweater. That was the prize. It was just like an extraordinarily, like, it was like a triple XL. Like, what am I, I don't know if I'm supposed to hang it on the wall. I clearly can't wear it. But uh, my wife does that every year, comes up with some different thing. This year's was Home Alone themed. I show up, I do my part, I pose for the photo, play the character. That's my contribution. You well, got you, the Photoshop and everything else handled.
0: I would assume your face is potentially the big, one of the big reasons why you got that triple XL sweater. So congratulations on your performance. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Oh
0: congratulations.
6: The old, old thousand-yard stare right there.
0: Yeah, it's something for sure. Let's talk about what's going on in the NFL right now, Tom. Pittsburgh Steelers just got out of their Zoom calls, and allegedly Ben had a players-only Zoom. Then it turns out that that wasn't a panic players-only Zoom, and then now allegedly it wasn't all the players-only Zoom. And then Juju Smith-Schuster's done dancing on the logos because his coach is getting asked about it. What's going on in Pittsburgh, and is this what you would think a team that's potentially about to make a playoff run should be dealing with at this exact time?
6: one of Mike Tomlin's greatest strengths as a coach has always been allowing guys to have personality, allowing them to be themselves, giving them, uh, you know, a long leash, so to speak, but still being able to, to get them out on the field on Sundays. Remember with Antonio Brown, I mean, for years, there was a lot of things that were going on behind the scenes that the Steelers were just kind of dealing with. And again, he gives guys different amounts of slack. Obviously, Brown was a really good player. That one came to a head because of another social media thing, which was him pulling out his phone in the uh, victorious postgame locker room and catching Tomlin in the background talking about what they were going to do to the Patriots the following week. That was the one that kind of was a tipping point there where they felt like then they had to – do something about it, and that was in the course of a season where Brown had taken penalties for jumping on the goalposts and twerking and all sorts oh, of different things. On. But you just miss Schuster, it's not you know he's not getting penalties, he's not getting fines. I, I don't, I can't tell you what's exactly is happening on Zoom meetings or in the locker room or, or whatever is going on. Uh, but certainly here, this got to the point where this became a driving storyline. I mean, we really should be focusing on the fact the Steelers just haven't played well. For three weeks in a row, they have played bad football. Bingo. That's clearly been you know sticking under under uh, you know Mike Tomlin's tongue this entire time. You know he doesn't like what he's seen. But then the fact is, Juju said that now everybody's being asked about this other thing that really has nothing to do with what's going on in the field. I mean, listen, I know what Von Bell said after the game. I know what some of the players the previous week said. Like you're not going out there and going, you know, I wasn't going to hit Juju before, but now I think I'm going to hit him because he had a little extra juice. Sure. But the fact that that's even being part of the storyline here about a struggling team as they're trying to right the ship, uh, it only makes sense that Mike Tomlin would have a talk with Juju about it and allow Juju himself to come to the conclusion that maybe it's time to tick-tock on his own time.
0: Tom, by the way, I definitely believe you over two NFL players that said that that was different. But you're right. I, I, I listen to you over them every time,
6: obviously. You would. So AJ Hawk. At time, so you go out for a game and sometimes you're like, you know, I just I don't really want to hit that guy today. But then you're like, you know, that dance I saw, I want to hit him now. I'm curious, what what is the psychology of I want to let
0: you know we are on your side on this show pretty yeah. heavily, but I just had to take the shot at you there for
5: sure. Yeah, I'm on your side too. Tom, I, I would actually, I would ask the other question. Like if Juju dancing and it upsets the other team, that could possibly help the Steelers because guys are so jacked up to try to hit this guy. They're going to try to hit him late. They're going to hit him in the head. Cause right. a penalty, hey, maybe it's a big third down conversion you get because of it. I was like, it could also work for you.
6: I mean, I was watching the early stages of that game the other night and just because the Bengals, you know, whatever it was that motivated them, and I think that you know, if you look at all the guys that they're missing, Lou Anarumo, who's their defensive coordinator, has done a heck of a job over the course of the season continuing to play hard. they played really tough against some some good offenses. But just with the amount of physicality in the early stages of that game, you know, I was thinking this was back you know, in Bengals-Steelers you know, four or five years you ago. You know we why? Back and forth with Juju yeah. and Vontez and Brown and all those
0: guys. Well, that's because he was chopping them on the goddamn logo, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
4: yeah.
0: uh, don't listen to us. Listen to the guys on the field. But no, we're on your side, this whole thing. We think it's all been blown out of control. Ridiculous, but it is- Something that, whenever you step on somebody else's logo, like there should be something you feel a little bit. If Juju doesn't, by the way, he's a pest. All right, cool. If he wants to be loved by his team, hated by others, do whatever you got to do. Let's turn our attention to another. By the way, the Steelers are one of the only teams in the league that has a logo
6: in their locker room that you, if you're a visitor like a reporter, are not supposed to step on. A lot of teams don't have it. Green Bay, I know, there's like there's a huge logo in the middle of the room. You almost have to to walk over it. But there's a very short list. It's not like the NHL where you got velvet ropes around it. I mean, most places, like, they don't – it's not a centerpiece locker room. Pittsburgh, there is a logo, and you don't want to go
0: near that.
5: Well, the Falcons have one as well, and A.J. just took a dump on it the first day he got (laughs) there. Yeah. So... accidentally took a few steps Tom didn't know about it I was in my 11th year and that was all new to me I never heard of not stepping on the logo okay all right so I'm happy we cleared that it's not really a football
0: thing let's clear something up here with uh, the Washington football team Dwayne Haskins lost the C to be honest him having the C on was intriguing to me whenever they decided to no longer play him because it felt like he got benched out of nowhere and then there was rumors that there was something happening off the field I was like well if he's not working as hard as you want or you don't think he's as committed as enough how did he get the C and I guess the players voted the C on him now after what happened with the booty cheeks and his maskless face the other day he has lost his C And Washington is in quite a situation Tom Pellicero do you have anything to expound upon that
6: I mean add that that tweet and that news story to the list of things that I've put out this year that have felt like parody as I'm typing them, but it's just kind of the, the universe that we're living in right now. I mean, yeah. Dwayne Haskins, you go back to the beginning of the season, listen, he's a young quarterback with a new offensive scheme. He didn't have an off season. It was going to be a challenge for him. Uh, I know there was a lot of back and forth about the reasons he was benched, but what happens in the week or two after that? You know, he gets busted at the team hotel for trying to bring a visitor in, which is not allowed under the COVID protocols, gets confronted by Ron Rivera, is not immediately up front with Rivera about it. He gets fined for that. Now you fast forward, and only because of a, a crazy series of circumstances with Kyle Allen getting hurt, then Alex Smith getting hurt. does Haskins even get another opportunity to go into the game. So he's you know hours removed from a post-game press conference in which he's talking about Throwing a couple of interceptions, one of which was admittedly a really bad uh, interception by him, and he's then you know getting photographed in a strip club without a mask on. I yeah. mean, these are these are things that you just think should not happen, much less among one of your captains, a guy who's at a, a leadership position uh, like quarterback. It's a situation that, obviously, the Washington football team and Ron Rivera have been dealing with here, stripping of the sea. I would expect there's going to be additional discipline beyond that. They're not going to release the guy, though, and they're kind of in a spot where they're trying to win the NFC East if they don't play Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith isn't ready. You're talking about Taylor Heineke uh, starting oh. a potentially pivotal game coming up this week. I mean, it's a really delicate situation because of the stage of the season that you're at. If this happens in May, maybe this goes a totally other direction. Oh, 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 oh. who was it, Tom? It's no caller ID. Every time I'm on this show, I get no caller ID calls. It really is. It is uh, impressive. Uh, But, yeah, this this played out at a different time of year. Maybe everything plays out differently, uh, you know, for Dwayne Haskins in Washington. Maybe your options are different. In this case, you know, Ron Rivera's number one goal is, you know, protect the team here, give them a chance to win on Sundays. And he still thinks. All this aside, Dwayne Haskins gives him the best chance to win. It's understandable that he's not ruling out right now the possibility that Haskins, if Smith isn't ready, is going to be the one to go.
5: Tom, are there any coaches out there that people feel like right now are definitely going to get fired in a couple weeks that may hold on to their job?
6: Well, you know, there have been, obviously, there's three openings right now, AJ. There's a few others that, you know, we've heard perpetually between uh, the Chargers, the Jets, the Jaguars. Those are probably the top three. Uh, It would be a surprise in any of those cases if any of those coaches held on to their jobs. Certainly uh, in Jacksonville, you know, they want to give, you know, there's at least a possibility that Doug Marone could be back. He had a team that was really stripped down this year. They've used the second most players of any team in NFL history in terms of in games this season. The only team they used more was the 2019 Dolphins. Uh, So they've had a lot of different challenges, several different starting quarterbacks. You know, there's circumstances there. Uh, you know, in terms of, I don't know if there's a lot of other guys who you're thinking are definitely Nagy. out that are suddenly going to save themselves at this point. How about Nagy? Well, I mean, they've won the past couple of games and the quarterback's playing better. I mean, they've yeah. got they got a lot That's of questions name. in Chicago because What's you were called? still committed financially to Nick Foles in 2021. You declined Mitch Trubisky's option. If he plays well over the next couple of weeks, now what do you do? Do you come back and somebody who's option you decline? Do you transition tag him? Do you try to assign him? Do you totally start over, bring in another young quarterback at the position? Would the Bears ownership even let you know Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy do that? There's a lot of questions there, but the fact that they've started to win some games, that that probably would be the one. A couple of weeks ago you just watched how much they were struggling offensively uh, and how many games they had lost in a row. But this is this is kind of the unique nature of the NFL is that a team that you know looks so bad for such a chunk of the season and all of a sudden If they win their next two, they very well could be uh, in what is, remember, an expanded playoff field this year to 14 teams.
0: Tom, you cover the NFL so well for so long, and you're dialed in every single day, literally only talking about NFL and insiders and stuff. And this is our first year – uh, you know, on serious full time again. We're like, we're covering it day to day. Is there always this much dramatic bullshit going on? I mean, like, is it has COVID like picked this up? You know, the juju thing. Mm-hmm. Then, then obviously the Dwayne Haskins stuff, and then the Deshaun Watson stuff, and then it, it, the earlier in the year the players that let like uh, let a battle in Houston, and then the Wildcat strike. The the, 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 uh, yeah. the Wildcat uh-huh. strike. Like, is it always like this, and I just haven't noticed, or is is this year just amplified everything?
6: Well, a lot of things you just mentioned were COVID things. You know, the fact that you have these protocols and so naturally you have controversies that, you know, evolve from people violating them. I mean, the nature of social media, that's that's definitely a factor in it too. Uh, and it's also just, it's a chaotic environment. I mean, I've been talking to, you know, GMs over the past week who are asking all sorts of questions about different things, even that are going to be happening in this next offseason. And at this point, they don't have answers on what the rules are going to be or the scheduling of certain things. This is a league. That runs on such a schedule i mean coaches will budget out like the entire year in january you know exactly when every ota is going to be everything's going to happen on time now everything's uh up in the air I, I think that you know things like last night we get a memo or the teams get a memo and then i got it at 6 p.m saying uh yeah so normally you can't interview coach uh, head coaching candidates who are employed by other teams until the day after the regular season uh yeah we're going to change that and then starting tomorrow you can interview them now on zoom and i was texting you know, coaching candidates agents teams and everyone's just going like we have no idea like this is it's completely chaotic some of the teams that you know have vacancies kind of given a heads up some new rules are going to be coming Uh, but those are the things that just change overnight and this goes all the way back to free agency and the draft where you were having literally day-to-day things that were different you know rules one day okay you can you can conduct the draft remotely as long as it's not in your facility you can go to another location so teams start setting up in their stadium or in hotels or whatever. And like a week later, there's another memo that yeah, we're not going to allow that now. So now you got to go and do it in your house. And everyone's like, well, we just rented office space, or we just we just moved all of our massive TV screens and our our digital boards over to this other place. Like you're telling us, we got to move them again, and the NFL is just like, yeah, that... deal with it. I mean that that absolutely has, has just lent this. Even if you set aside the positive test, which is, of course, a uh, uh, you know a serious issue that everybody's dealing with in the country. And those numbers have plateaued for the NFL over the past few weeks since they right. went to the, the enhanced protocols, the intensive protocols, they closing facilities the Monday and Tuesday, yeah, nice. mass required at all times. But even saying that stuff aside, it's all these other ripple effects that you don't anticipate and they keep changing the rules, not because they're being unfair. I mean, Broncos fans went through the roof on Saturday when I tweeted out another memo that came out saying that, oh yeah, so after all year where we said if you join a new team you have to go oh, yeah. through six days of testing, well now if you get released, you just you can go to a new team as long as you don't miss the test. You can go there the next day. So if there's another situation where all the quarterbacks get wiped out on a Thursday or a Friday, you can sign someone off a practice squad and start them on Sunday. Kendall Hinton doesn't have to go out there and do it. And everyone's like, well why? That's unfair. It's like, yeah, well, life's not fair, and COVID's not fair. So figure it out, and that's that's what everybody in the league, including me, has been doing for 9, 10 months now.
5: Tom, are all these things being put in place and just kind of thrown at you just to prepare for the postseason, and they don't want a team to all of a sudden get to the NFC or AFC championship game, and they can't field a team? And will they delay a game? Well, they don't want to delay a
0: game,
6: so AJ's right. That That's definitely part of it here, and, and it makes sense, okay? If you're saying... Because the rule says now you have to fly private. As long as you fly private and don't miss a test, then you can basically continue yourself in the protocol rather than starting a new six-day window. Smart. And that is absolutely because you were going to have situations him. where a team would find out on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, too close to game time to get someone new, that they don't have someone at a certain position. And now you have no options. I mean, none. That, that's the spot the Broncos were in. Was that their own fault? Yeah, to a certain degree, because you had a, a maskless meeting with all the other quarterbacks before they knew Jeff Driscoll had had tested positive. But they want to give people. Oh, whoa, we'll get him back. He's probably watching. He's just who was being it being a jerk? Doesn't matter. Uh, kind of so does. You're trying to, well. <laughs> okay. trying to give you're trying to give teams options. Absolutely. Uh, you know they don't want to delay a game. They're not going to start going, well, your quarterback's not available on a Sunday, so we're going to push it to a Tuesday. Unless there's a medical reason, an ongoing outbreak, which we've really only had on a large scale, two of those the entire season, Tennessee and Baltimore, they're not going to kick back the games. And we've talked so much about 18 games and going to a
0: bubble. Oh, Oh, who is it?
6: Caller ID again. Uh, Jerry? We've talked so much about 18 games and bubble and all this stuff, and here we are in week 16 it hasn't happened Yeah, like we are like 46 days or something from the super bowl right now like i don't want to say we're out of the woods but like no. very close Woo. to finishing an nfl season playing every game not messing anything up and being able to to get this thing done
0: you're talking about not messing anything up i was a person that actually com- another caller just came through there for quickly um i was somebody that completed the substance of abuse program Okay, so any alcohol or drug-related charge, you automatically go into the substance of abuse program. I got drug tested eight times a month for 27 months, okay? Anytime I left Indiana, I had to call and report where I was going. I had to give them two phone numbers they could reach me on. I was tested at all hours of the night. I went for 27 months, cold turkey, stopped everything, wasn't allowed to be seen with a drink even because of the alleged incident that occurred for me, okay? And I made it out the other side, and that normally doesn't happen with how rigid the program is. It's very difficult to get, because if you just slip up one time, they're going to get you. You're back in for another year at least. It's something that you're not supposed to get out of. Josh Gordon has been in the substance of abuse program for, what, 10 years now at this point. It felt like we were potentially near, we were near a return for him, especially because I thought the rules were that you would no longer be suspended for a game if it was a marijuana charge. Even though they could fine you, they would no longer suspend you games. Now it's coming out that Josh Gordon has failed something, a protocol. He's not allowed to to rejoin the seahawks and play what was it what is the rule and will we see josh gordon playing football within the next few weeks or is this like a he's done for the year type thing
6: for players who are currently not in the advanced stages of the substance abuse program you no longer can get suspended for a positive test for any drug OK, no matter what it is, not just marijuana, it's anything. Street drug no
0: More street suspensions. drug suspensions. What's that? Street drug, not performance enhancing, right? You're talking about street drugs. street drugs. Yes. Got Sorry. Okay. Per- yep.
6: Performance enhancing is still six games, but street drugs. OK, substances of abuse. There are no suspensions for a failed test. And even under the previous substance abuse policy, which I think was enacted around 2015, it was really hard to get suspended for marijuana, you had to fail like I want to say it was six. five or six tests six over times. a period of time. I mean, it was you were way into it. There were multiple warnings, right? And then you had a, a certain fine schedule, and then eventually you would get a four game suspension. That's gone. The difference with Josh Gordon is he's conditionally reinstated from banishment, and he has been banished multiple times. I think it's three times now. He's actually been out for minimum one year. So he's in this different area where he's being conditionally reinstated and the league and specifically its medical experts and the administrators uh, of the drug program, Dr. Lombardo and company can set out guidelines on here's the things that we need you to do. So what I can tell you is that Josh Gordon had a setback in his long running battle with substance abuse and addiction. Uh, You can connect the dots to what that means, but he had a setback with his battle. And so as of now, he's not suspended again. He is back where he had been the previous couple of weeks where he is conditionally reinstated. He's allowed to be around the team. He can do meetings. He can do individual workouts. He just can't practice or play. Now that puts the Seahawks in a tough position because they've really put everything on hold uh, for, what, 14 months here. With Josh Gordon he played for him of course at the end of last season uh, something tragic happened with his brother that led to I was told at the time a relapse he ended up getting suspended again last December misses time the Seahawks loved him as a person they wanted to help him they stood by him they remained in contact to continue training in Seattle they signed him uh, around the start of the season uh, August or September I think it was for this season anticipating he was eventually going to get reinstated it did not happen because there were ongoing issues and things that the league was looking at so it didn't happen after you know four to eight games which is kind of what everybody involved thought it was going to be but then the word came down gordon got in direct contact with roger goodell earlier this month goodell gave him another chance okay here it is you got two three weeks whatever it was where you can be around the building And then if you follow everything then you're going to be able to come back and practice and play in week 16 and i can tell you this as of saturday when I checked in with this, he was fine. This was something that just popped up to the point that on Monday, he was out of the conditional period. He was back on the active roster. There was a decision made Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning that because of this setback Josh Gordon had, that he now needed to go back onto the exempt list. The Seahawks were alerted first thing yesterday morning, which for them, they also just cut a guy. Now they don't know if he's going to clear waivers. Can you get him back? They cleared a roster spot. They thought he was coming back. They were going to integrate him into the program, probably play him this week. Supposedly he's in fantastic shape, low body fat. He looks great, even though he hadn't you know, practiced at all. Uh, and instead they find this out. And so you know, everybody involved, I talked to a bunch of people last night, everybody involved wants to help Josh Gordon. It's just, you know, this is like the third or fourth year yeah. where you've had an issue with Josh Gordon at this same time of year right around December, and it's just becoming more and more difficult uh, for the people involved, just from a football perspective. you know They'll continue to help him, but from a football perspective, knowing that it's just not something where he's been able to get himself onto the field and stay there.
0: I'm bummed for him. I'm super bummed for him. It's nice to know that there's a chance he can still make it back, though, after all this hard work.
5: AJ, you got a question for Tom here? I just want to know quickly if, if Tom thinks that Josh Gordon's going to play in the NFL again.
6: It's such a difficult question, AJ, because we've we've been down this road uh, a number of different times uh, with all of his suspensions going back to the first one was around 2014, 2015. Uh, there have been so many bumps in the road. He's just he's so supremely talented. I think he's still only like 29. I mean, he came in at such a young age. He had that monster season. And then it's just been, you know, one suspension after another. The Browns, the Patriots, the Seahawks all giving him chances and second chances and third chances uh, and not being able to turn it around. I mean. Again, it's not that people don't want to help him. It's not that people don't like Josh Gordon. And they know. I mean, addiction is a, it's a disease. It's a serious thing. Uh, and, and that's what he's, he's battling here. You know, in terms of football, you know, again, this is indefinite at this point. Uh, and indefinite doesn't mean, you know, forever. It just means they don't know. They haven't been told by the league when potentially he could be back. So the Seahawks will have to make a decision. Do they keep him in the building, try to help him there? Even though you've got all these other guys who are preparing for games, and that's not necessarily going to help them. Uh, get ready. And then the question would become, he's on another one-year deal. Does anybody sign him in the off-season? Does Seattle want to get back in the wheel again here and hope by next September or October, November, December, he can come back? You know, these, these are complicated football questions with a guy who, you know, frankly, football has not been uh, nearly the least of his problems.
0: Well, I hope he gets it figured out, obviously. Tom, every time you come on, you're amazing. I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate hey, you having me. Hey, you're going to break some news probably here in the next moment on your Twitter account. At, well, I just missed miss three calls, but, yeah, hopefully. Josh Gordon reinstated. I, yeah. I do it for you. Is Josh Gordon reinstated, maybe? Maybe that was the no-caller wow. ID. We don't know.
6: Uh, wouldn't hold your breath on that part, but possible. <laughs> Anything's possible.
0: Jesus. From NFL Network, NFL.com. Oh, yeah. yeah Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook this football season. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique, fun bet types like same game parlay and exclusive always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they even get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Just place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in sight credit. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code McAfee so they know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code McAfee. Disclaimer, you have to be 21 plus and present in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, and Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Illinois. Uh, Tennessee redline is 1 800 889 9789, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Back to the show. Today is Wednesday, December 23rd, two days before the Vikings play the Saints on Christmas Day at 4.30, right in the middle of the NBA lineup. How you doing? Cuck you moving. That is kind of what the NFL did to the NBA there. In other storylines, the NFL will be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. One of those games will be the Pittsburgh Steelers playing against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. Going into that game, the Steelers are on a three-game losing streak, and in the Indianapolis Colts are hot. Ben Roethlisberger is looking to make a stop to that by calling a players-only meeting today. Whoa. That's right. Ben Roethlisberger called a players-only meeting today in uh, Pittsburgh as of Mark uh, Holy Caboli. Mark caboli. Uh, ben Roethlisberger said he called a players-only meeting, but it had nothing to do with the three-game losing streak. It had everything to do with the veterans to talk to younger players. He made sure to reiterate it had nothing to do with the losing streak. Shout out to Ben Roethlisberger for telling the media that he called a players-only meeting, because that's what players-only meetings are all about. Ain't that right, A.J. Hawk?
5: Yeah, but okay, if he says it's not about the three-game losing streak, are you telling me if you didn't have this three-game losing streak and you were undefeated, this meeting would still happen?
0: Well, Caboli's tweet did not lead into if there was any follow-up questions or anything like that, but roethlisberger telling the media hey i called a players only meeting for veterans to talk to younger players is definitely in response to mark madden losing his mind about there are no leaders on that team there's only older players and younger players and i would assume that if roethlisberger legitimately just found out about juju dancing on the logo uh ben roethlisberger would potentially be like oh god we can't be doing that and let's figure it out but those players only meetings are always hilarious sometimes i guess they work a lot of the ones i been a part of are always a clusterfuck but the fact that ben roethlisberger is trying to take a little bit of ownership of this team
5: i do like that because the steelers evan foxy nick Meraldo, Mm. tone diggs could potentially go on a run here i guess is it a zoom players only meeting because that would be even way worse than the players only like in person all right everybody get on facetime (laughs) The, the teams on zoom we'll go on a facetime we don't want team officials to watch
0: what we got going on yeah i guess that's how it would have to be huh It would have to be a Zoom call. Everybody come in, shut the door. We don't want family in the room either. This is just for us. You know what I mean? This is just for us. Boys, what are we doing? Roethlisberger probably leads off. You've seen I've given up
2: everything for this game. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Giving it all away. Everything I loved. Uh Like what? Lotion. Hell yeah. (laughs) Tissue paper. Boys, what
0: did they say? Who said it? I, I bet you Cam Hayward spoke, and I assume as soon as Cam Hayward spoke, by the way, everybody listened. I assume that is one guy on that team that as soon as he speaks, everybody listens. Let's assume Ben Roethlisberger spoke. Okay, who else? Juju spoke.
2: Yeah. Pouncey, probably he's the veteran, though. Pouncy
0: probably spoke. By the way, Pouncy speaks. I'd assume everybody listens. Juju is the oldest guy in the wide receiver room. Did he speak? And were they speaking about Juju? I wonder, and that whole thing. Or are they just talking about how we need to turn this around? That team looks miserable. They look like they don't really like each other. That is a big sign on whether or not a team is going to come together. Tom Pellicero will be joining us in about 20 minutes. Hopefully, he'll have more on the players only meeting because, you know, that's the type of thing that's good for players only meetings is whenever the media finds out about everything that happened in the meeting. Because
5: mm-hmm. then it's truly a players only meeting at the right. A to the J. That's absolutely right. I just um, I I wonder if the only way the Steelers can find a way to turn this thing around is if they all kind of they have the whole deal where they come together and just they want to kill everybody on the planet because they feel like, hey, it's only us only us in this room that believe in us everyone else has doubted us even when we're undefeated. Now they're completely down on us. They say we're missing the playoffs. So let's go out there and prove everybody wrong. That's maybe what came from that, that players only meeting. Good
4: speech,
0: Wow, Thank you, Jay. to the G, brother. I saw what you just did there. You just motivated the boys. You did. That was a motivational speech right there. But you're right. The the coaching talk and the messaging and the cliches are uh, considered cliches because they've been said for so long because normally they're 100% right. The whole thought that nobody outside of these walls believes in us is real in a lot of situations. And in the Steelers, that would be one of those situations. Now, can you get the players to care that nobody outside – believes in them that's the next obstacle it's like do you have a group of guys that hear that and they go you know what fuck everybody let's go for it or do you have a bunch of guys that are like well to be fair i mean they are pretty accurate the (laughs) people outside you know that those are two different things uh i've i've been a part of a couple players only meetings I guess one of them has worked. The guys kind of bought in. The messaging wasn't too lengthy, too wordy, too long. Too many spoke. Too many people spoke. Uh, but usually those things become like uh, and I couldn't even imagine on Zoom just the unmuting of a fucking picture, and all of a sudden you're like, oh this fucking guy, and then somebody else pops unmuting. Oh this guy, I can't. I couldn't imagine how. But every once in a while, one of those can really kickstart a whole team. Maybe this will be it for Ben Roethlisberger and the boys over there for in Pittsburgh. Who are they playing this week? Colts, tough game. Colts are hot right now too. Colts also feel like a team that you know is embracing where they're at right now. They like their squad. They mm-hmm. like they're plan, the vision, everything like that. It seems like they are going like this. In the Steelers, before this Ben Roethlisberger meeting, we're going like this. Now, are they going plateau? Okay, are they going to slow huh. the curve, or are they going to turn that son bitch back around and go mm-hmm. back up uh, up north? Uh, Evan Foxy. The only Steelers fan we have today Yeah. Uh, after Nick, you know, uh, hurt himself giving mm-hmm. you a rear naked choke. Yep. How so. do you feel about the Steelers having a players only meeting Foxy? Yeah, I'm very curious. If a veteran leader, first-round draft pick Eric Ebron spoke to the team, my confidence is absolutely through the roof. I think they come out and they destroy the Indianapolis Colts. A little bit of a revenge game for Eric, if you will. <laughs> so that's where I'm sitting right now. Yeah, because he was sitting on that Zoom call saying, hey, these guys. Yeah. I told him I didn't want to play there anymore, and mm-hmm. it wasn't really a glorious ending over there. Okay, right. <laughs> and last week I got carted off. This week I can play. Know that we're coming out, and we got to do some damage here. This, this is, hey, our livelihoods depend upon this, and my legacy depends. upon Bingo! This. Look for a big game out of Ebron this weekend.
1: I like Whoa. it. Whoa! I like
0: it. What are you looking? What are you looking at? That just that seems like one of the most what? condescending remarks I've ever heard it's in my entire on. life. At least 100 yards this weekend. At least for Whoa! At least. Um, Is he okay? They said he he should be okay was the last word. That was the Mm -hmm. last medical diagnosis was he should be okay. Nick, real talk. As a Steelers fan, when Steelers fans hear, as an actual Steelers fan, by the way. Thank you. Not that Foxy isn't. (laughs) Whoa. But as an actual Steelers fan from Pittsburgh, you know. And uh, how do you think the fans take to hearing that the team called a players-only meeting, Nick, if you thought?
3: I think a lot of people are probably fired up about it because they don't have the insight that you guys have. To a lot of outside eyes, that probably looks like, okay, finally, some accountability from the players. But like you guys said, it may just be that type of, like, I don't want to say virtue signaling, but that type of of meaningless gesturing. Like, hey, okay, we we talked about it. We're going to put an end to
2: it.
0: All right, so they go, uh, coming to the Zoom. No, you can stay on the mic, Foxy. Yeah, come on, go back to the mic. So they would just go... All right, coming to Zoom for his press conference, Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger comes in and goes, How's everybody doing today? Before we get started, just want to let you know, I just got done with the players-only meeting that I called. Go ahead and ask your questions. <laughs> is that how this came to be? <laughs> is that how this came to be? How does that, you know, how does that even... I fucking love Ben, dude. This guy is yeah. just awesome. You remember what he was talking about? I came back because I love my well, offense my guy's line. The they love me. Mm-hmm. The team's yeah. so good. Because he is... If you look at his numbers in his resume, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Not mm -hmm. even a question. But, boy, he never gets talked about in that light ever, ever, ever. Why not? Well, I do believe it's because uh, off the field I fucked up a little bit. (laughs) Go ahead and ask your questions.
5: Go ahead and ask your questions. That's a long time ago, though. Long time long ago. Long time ago, man. People oh. get over it.
0: Well, do they? I don't think so, no, man. The internet, the internet is still.
5: Let's go to V to the J in Iowa. What's going on, VJ?
0: Little <laughs> Pat. Hey, what's going on, VJ? Hey, man. Good, man. How are you? How are you and AJ and the boys doing? Hey, we're good, man. What do you got going on over there in Iowa?
1: Good, man. Hey, yeah. Shout out to Waterloo. Yeah, um, let's go, dude. dude. Oh, yeah, Hawk big W last night. Yes. A little revenge game after
6: back getting beat right. by Gonzaga. But
0: yeah, I saw you
5: guys were in the top back. seven or whatever.
0: Great, great Anyway, yeah, no, I'm though. actually Number a big fan. Go, Pat. What'd you say, pal? I'm sorry about that. I was talking shit on the Hawkeyes basketball team. <laughs> oh. I kind of explained why I was doing it earlier in the show about how, you <laughs> yeah, know, right. I just like to. They're probably pretty Fair good. They
4: are. Nope, my bad. Uh yeah, just shout out Gump Go fans over here in Iowa representing. Hey, every um, go fans. Hey, Fins. go, Fins, yeah. go
0: hey,
4: Actually a question about the Vikings. How have we not talked about this week with Justin Jefferson, big
0: fan, obviously of the show, too? He's just saying, Fuck Kirk, throw the fucking ball. Oh yeah, yeah. VJ, uh, thanks for bringing it up. We were gonna try to dance around that, but Justin Jefferson had to come out and talk about this, Al. He said, I ain't, no pre- I ain't no diva or prima donna or whatever, but there is very clear video evidence of Justin Jefferson uh, throw the fucking ball, Kirk, or something like that. And you actually see his body tighten up while he's yelling, so it's not like it could be anybody else potentially out there that's saying it. And I would assume that the reason why Justin Jefferson came out and said, like, I mean, you guys need to relax is because he and Kirk probably have a pretty good relationship where – Kirk probably understands Justin Jefferson pretty well. Now, I might be completely wrong. Maybe they don't. Maybe Kirk is like, hey, uh, it isn't like that. But I would assume Kirk and Justin Jefferson have a relationship where he could say that to him. And I would assume Kirk would be able to do the same thing back, and that's why Justin Jefferson felt the need to respond. But, boy, on the Internet, you got a lot of people immediately going, oh, Justin Jefferson is rookies yelling at Kirk Cousins already. I mean, that was a, that was a wide, great clip. I loved it. But I, I, I saw the Internet just
5: start to burn down around the whole thing. But don't you think stuff like that happens? Yes. Not Maybe not every game, but it happens a lot. And it happens the other way, too, where the quarterback can yell at the receiver if he runs the wrong route. And then three seconds later, they're over it, if they have a good relationship. Well, it's just like sometimes
0: quarterbacks and centers get in the tro- yeah. uh, a little bit of a fight. Yeah, why
3: don't you just block, Jeff? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Peyton and Jeff have pretty notorious. <laughs> These types of things happen, you know. So, in my first reaction was Justin Jefferson and Kirk must have a very good relationship. That was my—everybody my, thought it was the, the opposite. In my eyes, I was like, oh, it seems like those two must get along really well if you're saying that. Because you're not just going to say, hey, fuck you, basically, if you're not friends with a guy. So that's good news. In my eyes, it, it showed a sign of chemistry as opposed to something else. And obviously, the year he's had has been unbelievable. But boy— the internet got loud around that. And it's probably because with Stefan Diggs last year through the helmet, there's a whole moment there between, you know, and, and all that stuff. It's like, what's going on out there in Minnesota, dude? Oh. They're gritty, you know. Hey, they are gritty. Having fun. Mm-hmm. They are gritty. Let's go to Cole and Charlotte. What's going on, Cole? What's going on,
4: Pat and the boys? It's a beautiful, sunny, 60s day with Queen City. Oh, you son, son of a bitch. Fuck
5: you, Cole.
0: Hey, we Cole, we don't need you rubbing that in our face, all right? It's 26 degrees outside.
4: Come on. Come on. Dude. Well, look, man. Hey, I'm just blessed for this kind of day because today, guys, I got news that I tested negative for COVID. Hey, right? me hey, too.
0: yeah. Hey, Woo! me too. Ah,
4: me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a big day today. Yes. We had a big day today. <laughs>
4: Big day. Well, I just got i got a case, a, a Conspiracy Wednesday case to bring to the PMI courthouse, and it has to do you with Trevor Lawrence, count. all right? I no, feel like yeah. the NCAA and Clemson might be conspiring a little bit against Trevor Lawrence. Exhibit A obviously has to do with him getting COVID. What? I mean, and, and, and just that leading to now there's really the, all this perpetuating, say, oh, Trevor needs to – you know, come back for a year to avoid the Jets or the Jags. And most, and the biggest part of this that I really wanted to bring to the courthouse here is there's no talk of him winning the Heisman when he's so obviously the most outstanding player in the country. But they're talking about Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, and these boys, which nothing against them, but Trevor's the best player to come out of college since what, Andrew Luck, John Elway, whatever? What? And what? What's on there?
0: Oh. So what are you saying, Cole? I wasn't paying attention most because we had to get a sidebar on there. You're saying that Trevor Lawrence is coming back next year? what I'm saying is I feel
4: like the NCAA and Clemson have been feeding maybe some stuff to the media, you know, to to get them to come back or piss them off or something. It's like, This whole talk about him avoiding the Jets or pulling in Eli, and then now not even giving him any respect of actually giving him the award that he should win.
0: Got it. Okay, cool. I I, I could see uh, Dabo potentially doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This guy's the best quarterback. DJ Uyunglele who's a pretty good player, but he's not the Trevor Lawrence guy. Maybe Dabo is cooking the books a little bit behind the scenes to keep his uh, golden pony on the squad for another year. What do you got there?
3: Best thing to come out of the draft since Andrew Luck? Go on. He got absolutely dog walked by Joe Burrow last year. Oh,
5: hey, yo. jeez. Hell. Jeez. Gumpsy.
0: How
3: do you take this down?
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I like it. That, that's why I loved I started laughing in the middle of that guy's question, whatever he was saying, because I was reading it. What, Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, these are of, Zito's. But, this is Zito's, by the way. Haskins apologizes for no mask while having some cheeks in his face. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: All right, all right. By the way, we already talked about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I should put a check on that. Yeah, let's go to Brendan in New Jersey. What's going on, Brendan?
1: How's it going? I just want to say this show has been so amazing over this whole quarantine. And as a Jets fan, I really want to get first overall pick. And Makai Beckton said after the win, if you wanted to lose, are you? uh, You're really not a real fan. So I just want to know your reaction about that.
0: Well, Brendan, did you want him to lose? I did. Oh! oh okay. So, Makai Beckton, who's going to be a staple of that team for a long time, a very good tackle, he hates you, Brendan.
1: It probably does. And I, if I met him, I wouldn't want to see him because
0: he's a big man and he could probably take me out. Probably, if I had to guess, Brendan. Well, probably. you got the it. edge on him, though. Yeah. It is, right? There's nothing the players inside the locker room, like, you have to expect that on them, by the way. Oh, every player in there wanted to win. Okay. Every player in there, depending, even if they were a rookie that was probably going to be around for the next five years, they did not want to continue to live in the life of misery that they were living, which is a completely duff-eated squad. It is no fun. It is terrible. I would assume they are very pumped to win. And that's the culture that you want to have, by the way, with players, is that they want to win. Uh, we have some breaking news here. Jets fans, by the way, good luck with everything. I think everything's going to turn around. We have some breaking news here out of at Brian Batco's Twitter account. We don't know who that is, but we do know he has a blue check mark. Uh, he says that Juju Smith-Schuster has come uh, forward and said, For the betterment of myself and my teammates, I'm going to stop dancing on the Logos. Wow. My God. Players only meeting. Ben Roethlisberger yeah. pieces that whole thing together. All right, so here we go. Juju Smith-Schuster no longer dancing on logos for the betterment of myself and my teammates. Ben Roethlisberger just came out moments ago and said that they had a players-only meeting that he called earlier today. Was it Tomlin who spoke to Juju, who came out in the media yesterday and said, I'll have a conversation with Juju? Or did Tomlin potentially Zoom call Ben Roethlisberger and say, hey, Ben, I know you've been staying off the internet, okay, for the reasons of your right arm and everything like that, but I want to let you know that Juju's been dancing on logos. I don't want to have to 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 you guys should talk to them. they call a team zoom they all go into the zoom and i bet you they all just say hey juju this is what we think we need to do this we need to do this juju comes out says i'm not doing anymore look at this this is a team coming together maybe the steelers are coming around maybe it wasn't the evan foxy curse maybe it was the team got off the rails a little bit, and they got back on track. Good for them. Good for Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster on Zoom right now. has a Brian Batco again. For me, honestly, I was dancing when we were undefeated. I was dancing when we lost our three games. I'm not going to change the person that I am. It's getting to a point where my teammates are being asked this question. My coaches, he's going to have another tweet, dot, dot, dot. That was it.
2: Then, then he issues the apology.
0: And then he says he's done with it. Okay, wow. so yeah, he's
2: done being a distraction for other people. Man. Oh. What about his Foxy's? Oh, clapping? Oh,
1: God. I can't wait until week 17 where he does it and just hits him with a psych in Cleveland. Wow. Just said, fuck you
0: guys. I'm still dancing. And then just chops him. <laughs> what if he's on IG Live before the game. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not dancing. I'm not- Look at these shoes, though. I'm not <laughs> dancing. I'm not dancing. I'm not dancing. Chase, hold this yeah. one. Oh! <laughs> And then he gets like six balls. Mm-hmm. Bang! 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 Oh, I yeah.
1: can't wait.
5: Oh my god, it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, it'd be good heel move. Yeah. yeah Very good. It'd be good heel move. What do you think about hey, all this, AJ? Don't you think we're gonna get to the point in the NFL where during uh, right up until kickoff, they're gonna have like velvet ropes around the logos and you're not gonna be able to get near it? <laughs>
0: they're definitely <laughs> gonna do that, aren't they? They <laughs> definitely are. If they were painted, by the way, I would even feel weird like punting and kicking. We would like go off. It was just I don't know, man. It, I don't know if that's an unwritten rule. It just always felt weird it, it for some reason. Now, in high school, I did it to a soccer team, uh, another high school, scored a goal, one in the middle of that thing,
2: <coughs> right on it. Oh. You know what I mean?
0: Had to do it. I'm an asshole. I was an asshole. That's on me. And that team sucked. And that team, you know, that team was a terrible group of people to me, very rude to me. My mom couldn't even go to those games because she hated how rude the kids were to me, you Jeez. know, what I mean? that type of thing. But there's just always something to it, you know? It's just like an unwritten rule almost. And I don't love unwritten rules, I, I kind of hate them, but that one just feels like, you just kind
5: of feel weird, you know, was the, was uh, your locker room in Indianapolis? Did you guys like, were you not allowed to walk on the logo?
0: No, our locker room wasn't big enough to do that. I mean, it was, yeah, small. I never,
5: I never had that. Uh, I never had that in green Bay. Um, Cincinnati didn't really have it. They don't have a logo right in the middle of the locker room. I don't think, but I know uh, I had a long stint in Atlanta and I walked on the logo like first day. I'm like, I don't know, man. I never done. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, so you a no it ain't a hawk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said? Did you go in just like, yeah.
5: Fuck. <laughs> is that what you did? Exactly what I said.
0: Uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting. Washington football team QB Dwayne Haskins' captainship was taken away following his COVID-19 oh. violation. That included being photographed in a strip club without a mask. His teammates had voted him a captain in camp. This is part of the internal punishment for
2: Haskins. Man.
0: Give me a C. <laughs> C, you got <guys>. a C. <laughs> oh, man. This is awesome. This is the biggest league on earth. The best league on earth. Full soap opera right now. Yep. We got no more dance and all logos. We got faces and butt cheeks without masks. You don't have a captain anymore. Okay. We got players only meetings. And we got Tom Pellicero to figure it all out on the other side. Yeah. Hey, you know. Let's let's talk about general managers, by the way, shall we? Okay. Jerry Jones had an incredible morning yesterday. I don't know if it was yesterday morning or this morning. He does like a weekly hit down there in Dallas with sports radio, and we've covered it uh, more than a few times this year because the standard operation sports talk show is obligatory Cowboys talk because Cowboys move the needle. Oh, yeah. yeah. No matter how you talk about the Cowboys, they move the needle. Jerry Jones does his weekly hit, and I think he, had a, he made a pretty self-aware comment, which I think a lot of people potentially thought he had lost self-awareness. Mm-hmm. He said this this morning about his Cowboys team of 2020.
4: Uh, I thought we had, personnel-wise, one of the best teams we've had. And so to give you an idea of where I'm coming from, now you say, well, that's part of the problem. We've got a general manager here that doesn't understand it wasn't one of the best teams we've ever had.
0: So he came out and said, hey, listen, you might say the general manager uh, doesn't know what the team is, but I agree with Jerry. I think him as general manager, that team is pretty loaded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and That's why everybody always wants Jerry Jones to mind his own goddamn business and get out of the business and it's Jerry Jones' fault and blah, blah, blah. It's like if Jerry's just a general manager – I feel like he does a pretty good drafts were always successful for the Dallas Cowboys. It feels like the team is always littered with talent. For whatever reason, the culture just seems to be a losing one. I don't know if they'll be able to turn that around when you lose your franchise quarterback. That's always going to be tough. He went on to say that availability is the best trait Mm -hmm. of anybody, and he has a lot of hurt players and everything like that. But unless Jerry is in McCarthy's ear all day, every day, with every single thing he does, it's hard for me just to blame Jerry Jones like everybody else does. Joining us now is a man who picked the Dallas Cowboys to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl fitness freak A.J. Hawk. Yeah! Great shirt today, A.J. Uh, Jerry Jones had a little self-awareness. I don't know if you heard us uh, there for a second. He said basically he thought this was the be- one of the best teams they've ever had, and then he said, like, well, you're going to say that the general manager doesn't know that they don't have one of the best teams. I think they have been a pretty good team, and I like the fact that Jerry Jones is self-aware enough to
5: know that people are bearing his general managerness. Well, yeah, of course. he uh, He's trying to defend himself, I guess. Uh, I don't know. He's had a lot of talented football teams over the years, but it doesn't hurt. Uh, I guess it doesn't help when your guy Dak goes down after he was putting up a 1,000 yards a game, it seemed like, and they were still losing.
0: How is it always Jerry's fault? Just because he exists? Because he's so
5: involved. Be- if you what is be he doing owner- now?
0: What's he do? What's he doing? He does post-game interviews? Is that the problem? What,
5: what does he do? Uh, well, doesn't it seem like he kind of runs the show? I mean, he and his, his son...
0: Yeah, but I don't know Everything. what all is it the food they eat, the 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 schedule, the day like
5: what all does he run? Yeah, I don't know day to day. You'd have to talk to people that have played there for a long time, but I guess just because he's so like he's the face of the team. Normally the head coach is the face of a football team, but when it's the Dallas Cowboys, it's Jerry Jones. Now is that like, did he have issues back in the day with, with Jimmy Johnson? Is that why did, did both of them want to be the face? Like, how did, I don't know how that all worked out.
0: I would assume that they did have little, Now they had a lot of success. And and a lot of people say it's because Jimmy was able to tell Jerry, like, get the hell out of here, basically, I'll be able to run it. And they said, that's why they had so much success. And then that potentially leads into a power struggle. And Inevitably, if there's success to be had and money to be made, that seems to happen in every business, the more and more I learn about a lot of different situations. But th- I don't fully understand why Jerry always gets the blame. It- and it's because he's the face, I guess. So you just got to kind of point and name at that. But for me, well, I- the teams are good. I always think the teams are pretty good.
5: Always. You always feel like the Cowboys have a chance uh, when the, the season starts. But I guess Jerry, it's like a quarterback. They get, what, too much credit when they do well? And too, and, and they get killed when they don't do well. Like, Jerry, if you want to make yourself the face of the franchise and you want all the good pub when you win – and, hey, this is what you get when you lose. Hey, listen, if, if I'm going to talk when we're winning, I'll fucking talk when we're losing because ain't
0: nobody else going to be able to sell this bullshit franchise like me anyways. Hey, Mike, go ahead and have another pie. Coors Light, like, get your ass back in the locker room. And let me talk about this. We had a guy named Danucci playing fucking quarterback for us. That's what he said a couple weeks ago. He was like, oh, everybody's talking about the situation in uh, in Denver. What about when we had that Italian boy play for and that was, I mean, he's awesome. AJ, uh, thank you for joining us early here. I know you're a busy man.
5: No, not that I'm not that busy. Oh, this morning you were saving lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no. But I, I I love that when you ask somebody, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy, man. I got so many things going on. Like I have no issue if someone's like, Hey, what's yeah, so what do you have going on? I'm like, yeah, not much. I'm doing an hour show today. No, well, today's an
0: hour and a half, by the way. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for giving us thirty more minutes. But this morning you were saving lives. Will never get talked about. Probably didn't do it for any credit. Uh, but AJ and his wife, who's an interior designer, go and just decorate a bunch of uh, rooms and houses for people for free around the holiday si- uh, season oh. around Ohio. Who wouldn't know him? Wow! AJ, that's uh, awesome. A to the J. A, a to the J. I see J. you down there, <laughs> brother. Yeah, that's awesome. He's so, building a bed this morning. Yeah, he was. He was an IKEA bed he was mm-hmm. putting together this morning. You Whoa. know what, that guy had no shot of figuring it out. Look at that brain right there. Figured out how to put a bed together numerous times. Thank you for what you and your wife did for the community of Ohio, AJ. Oh, yeah. Thank, you.
4: Thank you, AJ!
0: Thank you. Now, now, quickly, I would like you to help a community that is a very large one, I'd assume, AJ. Is that okay with you? Let's hear it. Okay, so there's a lot of us that, you know, when the new year comes, it's like, hey, new year, new me, Hell I'm yeah. going to get healthy, I'm going to get in shape, and we are all having conversations. For you, what steroids or supplements do you take on a daily basis to always remain in good shape? Isn't mm-hmm. that what we we're... Yeah, yeah we were wondering. Oh, that's the question. We oh, a lot no. of us are wondering
5: i love it i love the the, first off how you pose the question just that's exactly how they teach it in journalism school what's that just just accuse the person of doing something illegal (laughs) what are you talking about always good um when it comes to working out man everybody knows like there's no secret there's no secret pill you can take there's no secret supplement you got to be consistent and that consistency is not only your workouts but more importantly if you're an older gentleman like myself, I'm 36, it's your, it's your diet, it's how you eat, that, that will 100, I'd say 97% of it is genetics and diet, if you want to be in shape. How so, do you eat, do you eat boring, do you just eat ridiculously boring? Boring, yeah, people, yeah, people hate me, I'm super boring, I eat the same thing, like I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a foodie, if that's what you're asking. So what do you, you just have like grilled chicken and rice every day? No, I mean, I, it's not just like grilled chicken, yeah, I eat a, a, I eat a lot of chicken and fish, but yeah, not always like just straight-up grilled chicken. And what, about like, I eat and stuff. Yeah. what about pizza carbs and stuff? What
0: about pizza? Like pizza pizza's, good.
5: pizza's so good. Pizza's really good. Just eat it like once a week. Uh,
0: See, the problem here is we've had it three, four times a week here the yeah, last couple it's weeks. Good every yeah. time. It's been really good. I mean, there's a place local here called Kilroys that they open up early for us to actually cook mm-hmm. the pizzas for us. It's uh, very, very nice really. thing because we've got to get it in before the show starts. But what about like uh, Chinese what you just eat once a week? you have one bad food food thing a week?
5: No, I used to be more like I guess regimented or thought out. Like, okay, Saturday is when I'm gonna have, have like a rock, like the Rock does, you know, like his off day or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I oh, used oh, to be now. Now it's sushi, just, ten thousand calories. What? Oh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose sushi for like that cheat day. I know the Rock basically eats everything on that day, but uh, everyone's different though, man. You got to know your body. You look good. What are you worried about? What, what's going on? Well, I put on fifteen twenty here in the last two weeks, and and I
0: want to. I've decided 2021 is going to be the healthiest me yet, but I, I don't stop, yeah. it. stop it. Stop
5: yeah. it. There you go. What? It God. is. Like, okay, I had a strength coach. This is a great. And, and it, it. I didn't realize at the time, but it would carry over into life. He he would get up in front of us. I think I've said this on the show. And he'd say, hey, don't – first day of off-season workouts, don't come here and tell me, hey, man, it's going to be a new year. This is it for me. Hey, this year, hey, I know I've been messing up, and I'm late for the last four years to every meeting and workout, <laughs> but it's it's for real this year. He's like, hey – don't tell me that. Just do it. Go ahead and show me, because you know that's going to wear off in two weeks. Wow. Oh, listen, You're strength. Listen, maybe
0: that's part of the problem over there in Green Bay. Okay, strength coach doesn't allow you guys to get tore at all. You're not allowed to get IVs, and a guy doesn't fucking motivate. Say, so I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to hear a damn thing about what you got going on. Just do it, all right? Which, by the way, I respect a lot of. But I am. I, I think I'm not the only one though that thinks you know 2021. Me and Zito are about to get as healthy as we can possibly get. Ain't that right, Zito? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Zito. I didn't run out of breath that time. No, he didn't. Now, he, he did get mocked earlier for running out of breath for reading something, and that was Nick. But <laughs> we're in the middle of a time where we're not supposed to be in shape. Yeah.
2: It's the holiday it's season. It's time. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. right. You're damn right. Uh, you got something to answer? Yeah, AJ, I kind of have a, a question based off your expertise. I am also a 36-year-old male. Uh, going into my New Year's resolution, is a water-based steroid better for me than an oil-based steroid? It's a, it's a great,
0: question. great question, man. Sorry, that is something that a lot of people do talk about. What What is your thoughts on that?
5: <laughs> Which one's better for me? I don't know the difference. I didn't know if they sell them both, or however it works. But I, Pat, I mentioned this guy YouTube channel, Free Pub. More plates, more dates. This dude is a jacked bodybuilder, dude, who oh, breaks wow. down. He gets so scientific with it. And he seems very, very smart, and he. he he also reacts to videos and tries to see if people are natural or not too. So it's very entertaining. Wait, you, did he ever react to any of your videos? He has not. No, I don't. I don't oh post a whole God. lot of workout vids though, shirtless. Do you think that's
0: <laughs> that guy is a monster? The more plates, extra weights guy. The the uh,
5: the thought though, you have been a plates, he, extra weights, more plates in no, it's more plates. More board. plates, more dates. I don't know what yeah. more plates, extra plate, extra weights. He's not wow. a competitive eater. More the, more of the, plates plates, are, the more the plates, there are. the more weight is. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm gonna
0: eat weights in 2021, bro. You yeah. ever heard of it? Maybe you should I think weight. wait and plates. Oh, of chicken. see, Look at see, that. now you can't wait for me to talk about it. So just be about it. But you have been accused of being on steroids on this show probably 10 to 15 mm-hmm. times. Yeah. 10 to 15 times you have been, and every single time, by the way, you do an incredible job of being like, "Well, that's not me," but I do know what you're talking about, which I respect,
5: AJ. By the way, I respect that a lot. I don't have anything against it. I don't know how guys were taking stuff like that when they're playing with how much you get tested and how strict the testing is. But, hey, if you can slide through under the radar, good for you. That's what
0: I always said, too, when everybody, like my friends or whatever, we'd be intoxicated and they'd be like, how many guys are just eating steroids in there? Like you see guys where they just on steroids, you know, and it's like we get tested so much. And then you start hearing about, you know, like the deer antler spray And then you started. So, a lot of guys potentially hire scientists to be ahead of the testing program. So, they know stuff that'll work that isn't yet in the protocol that you can't take. So they're like one step ahead for instance. Like the the deer antler spray Ray Lewis wasn't the only person taking that but that was something that was in there obviously whatever it was and it wasn't getting tested for yet because the NFL scientists hadn't found out about it yet. So then when as soon as the NFL scientists find out about it it gets on a list and everybody's like okay now we got to go to another doctor that has something that isn't And like I think that happened but those aren't the hard stuff because all the hard stuff is so they're trying to find the little things that aren't being tested for yet to take advantage of it. If my conversations and observance from looking around at different people and situations is accurate. I think that's kind of how it works because guys do get tested so much. I know back in the day people were probably just injecting themselves at halftime with steroids and shit like that but that is a lot of that has changed and I think the outside image, maybe people think like not as much, but it's, it's damn near impossible I think to do it at this point.
3: Peptides so. they're called. What's that? Peptides they're called. What's that? That are untraceable in testing you could stay on them all the time.
0: Peptides. Yeah,
3: there's like uh GHRP two, HGH fragments, stuff like that. Well, there goes a secret. I'm fucking gumpy. Right. Goddamn. Is this Canada? Oh, that oh, that is a- hey, is back that
0: back more weights? Super states? What's going on <laughs> more back
3: there? No dates.
0: What's going on back there, dude? So, so they're called peptides. That's like a genre of thing.
3: Yeah, and there's like twenty different of them for different things, but you can't stay on them all the time, and they're water based.
0: There's your answer, man. Sorry, it was right no, behind you. did Water base is better. Even though you had to ask Canada,
5: AJ, how many peptides are you on right now? I mean, maybe I should. If it, it, wait, you, I don't know. I've heard of people. I've heard people talk about peptides. I didn't know if they were. Oh, say, listen. These conversations happen. Obviously, yeah, talking about <laughs> peptides every day. I have never heard of a peptide until Rogan today. Does. Hey, oh, yeah. Rogan's been talking about peptides for a while.
3: Yeah, G H R P six is the one. G
5: H R P six. What yeah, will this do to me? Will this make my head bigger? How much should I buy?
3: Yeah.
0: It'll make my head bigger? Oh yeah. Why oh, you yeah.
3: well, think look, look at Rogan's head? Bro, my
0: head's fucking massive, dude. I don't need anything else getting in there. I don't know. Mega Mind would be pretty sweet <laughs> if you fucking head. Was I just the size of like, go it. I got GoPro. That's kind of where I'm at right now, though. I'm like a fucking awesome. Skycam if I get to that point. G H R P six? What is it even? Oh. Growth Hormone Repair Program. Six times. Hell,
3: growth yeah. hormone releasing peptide.
2: <laughs> These fucking basic ass names. Putting pesticides into your system. No peptides. Oh peptides. <laughs> Maybe you
0: should get a little pesticide six
2: or two. I think it might on. help me actually. All
0: right, so we're. That's what we're doing then. AJ, you doing that with us? These are legal.
2: Tight pods. Seems <laughs> well, fucking. Don't go muting out, Gumpy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> How we doing? Oh, the expert back
0: there! Yeah. All of a sudden,
2: as soon as we need the real answer, all of a can sudden pleading the 5th Cat got your tongue back yeah. there, huh? Depends hey, where you uh, are. I you bet we lead. we can get the good stuff in Canada too. I bet. Oh, gee, well, Canada you can't yeah, get in sure. or out of right now. We ain't We're,
3: going back there. We got Come a mule.
2: On. Gumpy's actually stuck.
0: No, Gumpy would be the worst mule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't go
2: back. Actually,
3: <laughs> they're legalish.
0: All right, so that's GHRP six. That's good news. So now we just got to find a black market for GHRP six. Mm-hmm. All right, we're on our way. We're gonna have a good 2021. Fucking so- oh, yeah. hell yeah! GHRP six. There's no way I put something that sounds like that into my body. There's just no way. I I don't know.
2: Do it. I'm picturing you wearing like a size nine and a half hat now with the fucking absolute. <laughs> Look at my head.
0: Oh, it would be off. Imagine my hair too if I grew it out. It exactly. Would be Think the about size it. Size of the fucking shot. What would why be able to reproduce with this shit?
3: Yeah, growth hormone is really good for you. You can be on it all the time. It's not like steroids.
0: How do I? How would this be? Was this a pill here? This GH- no,
3: it's a. Uh, it would be insulin.
2: You take oh, a like shot. Insulin,
3: yeah, like, like an insulin needle. In yeah.
0: Oh, like the thing I had to do for the uh, yeah for the, yeah for
2: the COVID. Oh no, it's uh, what it's actual needle? Yeah, I think it's a needle that you have to inject oh, yourself
0: with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So my wife's not going to do that. She hates needles. I'm yeah. not going to just shoot myself. So do you have do anything you... else back there? Is there any other GHRP seven maybe that can just be a pill instead?
3: There's also GHRP two. Oh, the second What is one, this? GHRP
0: two this is a little bit younger version. The are these needles characters? as well.
3: Yes, it is all. Uh, so oh, how
0: are well, your well,
5: dogs? You... Now, AJ, how do you do all your needle stuff? I think so. Back... <laughs> it sounds like to me, for something to really truly
2: work, you got to inject it. I can't do it Aj. Hey, you have your kids Inject you with steroids yeah. Every morning That's why he has
0: seven kids One for each day of the week Jeez
2: Alright It's
0: Monday Come on, come on. Steady
2: your fucking hand Who's got GRH6 today
0: Let's go to John in Texas What's going on John
2: What's going on, Pat? How you doing, man?
4: What's going on, boy?
0: Well, I just learned that I'm not going to be able to cheat my way to health, which is a little bit of a shame, but uh, aside man, from it's that... All, it's
4: all hard work and dedication, Pat.
0: Yeah, but I'm trying to skip that. You the see? Where do we <laughs> buy that? Uh, <laughs> Come I'm on. trying to skip that, John. It seems like there's no alternative. It says fitness freak. More weights. All <laughs> dates.
2: Yeah. AJ Hawk. What do you AJ want to talk Hawk. about, John?
0: All right, I got two things
4: to say, Mr. Pat. Number one. Juju finally got some sense knocked into him. I think there is going to be no more dancing on logos.
0: Okay, we think so too. Because uh, Tomlin, I don't think because of anything else with Tomlin's gone. Though, no more. Dance. And number two,
4: Mr. Foxy back there. I really don't like how you haven't picked the second team. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need you to expedite that process and get out of our fan
0: base. Hey, good call, John Donner in Texas. And that's the thing is, Foxy thinks he's just potentially in danger in Pittsburgh. Steelers fans are. Across the country. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they all hate him. And at this point, Foxy, have you thought about a different team maybe to get on uh, in the playoffs? Yeah. I could make the official announcement today if you want me to. Come on. Here we go. We're going to be off the air for a while. I mean, might as well. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been really thinking about this, right? There's a lot of good fan bases out there, right? Yeah. You know, ties Packers. Great team. Oh, they're going to get yeah. hot, yeah. too. They're going to playoff. Oh, yeah. I love them. Yeah. You know, the Bills are making a run. Oh, hey, oh, do you see all their fans outside the airport? Be a part yeah. of Bills Mafia. That'd be really Oh, cool. being oh, a part, yeah. part of another mafia. We talked, talked about the Washington football team the yep. other day. We mm-hmm. love yeah. their team president. Hey, Dwayne Haskins, by the way, went to a, a booty club, battled COVID. He's yep. starting six days later. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought about the Saints down there in the bayou. You know, it'd be cool to root for Drew Brees and all them. And you know what? uh Then I really started to think. Yeah, what about the Colts? You know, I love the Colts. You know I love the Colts. Is that who you're going with? That's my second city. But I really started to think about the people of the city of Pittsburgh, all right? Okay. The people working the steel mill. Yeah. You know, the people working double shit. Yeah. Uh, The people working overnight. What? What? And I started to think, would they turn their back on their team? (laughs) They're doing everything they possibly can to put food on the table. They would not. They would never turn their back. So you know what, Pat? He's going to cry. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Holy shit. Here we We go. go. Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's go. said, take it what? to Texas and shove it, pal. I'm not going anywhere. I'm a Stillers fan to at least the end of this playoff Hell run. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, Fox. That's Foxy. That's loyalty. Thank hey. you. Nobody will talk about Foxy's loyalty, but that was some good good display of loyalty there, Foxy. Big bounce back game against the Colts this weekend. Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Nick, Nick is leaving. Nick has left. No, he's oh not. Oh, my God! Oh. Pittsburgh man has just beat the shit out of a oh. fake Pittsburgh fan. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was intense. It's
1: pandemonium. In hey,
0: he just try to get a little grit. You know what I mean? He's trying to add a little bit of grit to you there, pal. I think he's finally a Steelers fan. And by the way, you keep wearing a hat like that, you will be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Or <laughs> I think a little bit sideways, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's straight out of, talking P- about like that. that's <laughs> out of. Pittsburgh. I think Foxy may have just shipped below his rust belt. Yeah, well, you gotta do what you gotta do there. AJ, did you did you say right before he announced he was gonna stay with the Steelers, you thought he was gonna cry?
5: It looked like he was getting emotional.
0: <laughs> that clip is gonna be a good clip, you know, and people watching on the internet. Right before Foxy says who he's gonna, he, he's not leaving or whatever you know, AJ goes, "Oh God, he's about to cry." <laughs> it's like such a good moment. Oh, I'm thankful for you doing that, AJ. So GHRP five is that what you go with? Mm-hmm.
5: How many different numbers can you put after well, this GHR I know. I know there's what at least six. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like you should have seen what COVID-12 did. Oh, geez. COVID-19 has definitely been the most famous member of the family, mm-hmm. but people forget about old COVID-12. Mm-hmm. That son of a bitch retired early, but won hard. <laughs> Is COVID-20 here? They said there's a new strain over there in Europe. Oh, yeah. It's, it's already mutating. We got yeah. plenty of COVID to go. This thing's never going to end, dude. It's never. Maybe we need to give COVID GHRP
2: 6. No, 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 no. no, 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 no now, yeah, we do. Well, then no. COVID's going to be walking around. I mean,
0: you'll be able to see it. Yeah, That's what I'm talking about. Get over Instead here. Instead of this son of a bitch hiding, you know what I mean, in the
2: shadows. Mm-hmm. You can actually, you know, fight it.
0: Remember when they told us we couldn't make eye contact with other people because of COVID would jump eyeball to eyeball, AJ? You remember that?
2: I do remember that. That was early.
5: That <laughs> was
0: early, man. There was some wild shit getting said mm-hmm. by m- medical professionals.
2: Remember the nets? I mean, they were netting people for a little bit. <laughs>
0: they stayed on a hard surface for 14 days. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh
1: yeah, 21 on cardboard. <laughs> yeah, because the deliveries. Beware.
5: Oh man. it's gonna be hard where to explain. We- hey, where are we with that now, though? Because I have seen people wear masks and gloves and walk out and wipe their boxes down before they take them in.
0: I don't know. I thought we were past that. It, all that shit kind of came and then just yeah. disappeared. So, all the stuff that disappeared, I assume, was just found to be fake. I think Big Cardboard actually came out and said that was fake. Big Cardboard's like, nah, we've run we've we, COVID no. through our God. facilities. <laughs> Please just know that that doesn't happen. But I don't think, I still don't think we know very much about it. No, no, not at all. Well, it's mutating. Well, and a vaccine, right? A vaccine is shooting the actual virus into you, but mm-hmm. it's just a little yeah. bit so you create the antibodies. Really?
2: Yeah, this one one is not like that. This one
3: doesn't have that, no. Yeah, this
0: one's
2: a little
3: different.
0: I thought that's what vaccines were. That's what the next one is.
3: Yeah, this one I think
2: is is the mRNA. So you basically get injected with the blueprint of what makes up the virus. Oh. So that your body knows what to look for if the virus should happen. My body's
0: stupid. it would never be able
2: to figure it out. (laughs) What is that? My body's a dumb one. COVID-19 already, you know, switched it up on them, too. So they don't know the blueprint
0: themselves. I got tested um, for the
5: antibodies the other
0: day, Mm -hmm. too. I don't have them. I thought oh. for
5: sure I would have them, but I don't oh, have it. Everybody that? says that. How many people do you know that says that say, "Oh, hey, back in back in November of last year, I would." remember when I was sick? I was coughing and I had a runny nose. I had oh, a dry yeah. cough and I was very fatigued. I definitely had it. Like everybody assumes they have it, and everyone that has told me that that I got an antibody test, none of them have shown up with any antibodies. Well, who's saying we're wrong and not the tests? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you can only...
1: The the antibodies only stay with you for a little bit of time, (laughs) don't they?
0: Yeah. Riddle me that, AJ. Come on, AJ. How
5: You didn't expect that to come flying back in your fucking front door, did you, pal? Take that. I mean, you're right. We have to take, like... If you have one positive test, you have to take thirteen more just to confirm that positive, don't you? Yeah, yes, you do.
0: Actually, yes, you, yes, you do. Mm-hmm.
5: Shout out, Tone, by the
0: way.
2: Yeah, tone.
5: <laughs> shout out, Tone. Turn, hopefully, Tone has sixteen
0: negatives, and mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about that. I'm worried about old Tone. Me too. I think it's still got his flavor and his smell there, or whatever. Wait, did he go down? He said he wasn't feeling. Say he wasn't feeling good. Say he wasn't um, feeling good at all. Going to go get tested. The whole thing. I'm oh, sorry. He uh, he was around somebody a couple months ago that that. Tested positive for it. Mm-hmm. Foxy had a uh, false positive there. I yep. did. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Yeah, he was. He locked in his house, told him he couldn't come in. Mm-hmm. That's how we've been handling We do some contact tracing. Gotta do what we gotta, gotta do. Mm-hmm. do it. But we are a pretty social distance operation. So, like, if Diggs ends up not not saying he will but if he does let's hope he survives by the way Uh but our office we we all kind of it's been pretty cool i think it's kind of helped out our
2: office to be honest with you spread out yeah it's kind of moved out a bit and everyone kind of has their own designated area where you know you don't really cross over maybe maybe people will call to have us speak about how we handled this whole thing really is you know the ideal group on how to handle it yeah no one thought we were going to make it this far. We'll put the goddamn stethoscope on too if we have to. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Pat, I'd love to have you and the boys on to speak at my next conference. Oh, no, felch. Nice.
5: <laughs> hey, have you Pat told you tell me uh <laughs> do You guys have like some one of those special UV um like disinfectant lights for that uh that water pipe out there? Yeah. No, so, well, yeah, we actually beer. we actually have CBD, enough like we actually that
0: have that. enough. It's a CBD pipe. Oh, uh, CBD. I know. But at this point, it seems like everybody who potentially does dance with CBD pipes? They have their own at this point. Yeah, that is a. It looks like a collector's, uh, mm-hmm. a collector's uh, kind of shelf out there, which isn't great. You know. Also, now that I think about it.
2: What do we do? We could open up a shop, though. Bingo. You know, I mean, with everything. Everything must go as soon as this thing <laughs> ends.
0: Everything must go. We'll do it. Uh, let's go to Pat up there in Buffalo. What's going on, Pat?
3: Hey, boys. Was that
6: Boston Connor talking all that shit about the Mac? Yeah, yeah,
2: like that. yeah, yeah it, was. it was.
6: Hey, hey, Boston Connor, buddy, listen here. Listen. Haven't you heard of Ben Roethlisberger, Khalil Mack? Hell yeah, Going out of the Mac, and we got a good, we got a good
2: running back down here, up here in Buffalo. Uh, Patterson here. He looks like he's going to go in the draft too. That's oh, right. What
4: do you got to say about all that? What do yeah. you got to say what about you that? Say? Oh, okay.
2: Well, how many of you guys watched Khalil Mack when he was at Buffalo? I, I did. did. Oh man, yeah. you? You, you see, he had a good lane. What number was he at Buffalo? Oh, 55. Bro. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Z? Fifty-two? No, no. I mean, like what? number was it? You got to compute
0: not at Buffalo. Yeah, he was so good. I think He, he was, was eleven so good, at Buffalo. Right? Oh, no. oh. The thing about it is, Julian Edelman literally gave you yeah. all the happiness in the world for years. Yeah, Kent State Golden Flash product, uh-huh. and you just spit right on his legacy.
2: Well, here's the thing about Julian Edelman: he played quarterback there. So even if I was watching, I wasn't really watching Julian oh, Edelman. Forty-six. 48. Yeah, he was. He so oh. he's number 46? He's number 46. That's the that's Mac, a baby. shit number, huh? well, well, that's the Mac. It's a terrible league, like you just said. They give their best players the worst goddamn match. But hours. if this guy is lying across from you, you are scared. Yeah, you just. You uh, just you yeah, can't, it. Oh, I can't no. see it. oh, no.
0: Yeah, you just fucked it up. There it
2: is. Hey, I'm not saying they got bad players, I'm saying the overall product is dog shit. Hey, AJ, hour two is wrapping up. What did we learn
5: here in this hour? I don't know. I didn't hear Connor's rant on
0: the MAC. But he the Mac. he went. He was rude. A lot of people call on this show and thank us for our positivity. He was the complete opposite about the MAC on Tuesday.
5: Yeah. Well, there's. But Connor would know. Connor could list out off all the. It, it's not the. It's by far not the worst league in college football.
0: That's basically, basically
5: what he's saying. What is that? I don't know. Like, what all? What all the conferences are there? Sun out there. Oh, Mountain so you're West. saying Sun Belts worse than MAC? I don't know who's into Sunbelt. Fucking Louisiana, Lafayette. i saying Atlanta, le- a league overall.
3: Coastal Carolina, dude. Jeez.
5: True. You're right.
0: Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. There's a lot of shows that can penetrate your ear holes. The fact that you allow us to do so, we are eternally grateful for that. Aren't we, Ty?
1: Absolutely.
0: Have an incredible holiday season from all of us to all of you. Um, I can't wait to talk to you. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, and Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then we'll be off for the new year, and then we're getting into 2021, and we're just kicking ass. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! From all of us, all of you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great holiday. Ty Schmidt, please play some independent music and propel these people into the holiday season in beautiful fashion.